Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. I think of, you know, Facebook friends that are on and they see us going like this. They, they I, Sandy, they're probably saying, what, what are they doing? Well, we have music on the pod bean. And it's a great way to listen to the podcast when you don't have time. Just download the application on pod bean, the millionaire of the diamonds. And, you know, you can be driving to work, jogging, walking the dog, whatever. Have your cell in your back pocket your earphones in your ears, and listen, listen to the, the podcast. Now, remember, A. Melanie Miller, it's a very, very, very raw podcast, which means it's very simple. We take a book we've been, we've been wanting to read for a long time. Who's we? Me, Melanie Miller, Marie-Pierre, you know, Sabrina, whoever. Sometimes, you know, Monique, you're going to give us a recommendation. We Take the book, we read it segment by segment, come on the podcast and share it to you with our experience. Because the thing with books is this, okay? I remember, Melanie, I had a friend of mine that used to come every Sunday in my office, take one of the personal development books, go home, bring it back the Sunday after, right, Trish? And she would say, okay, I'm ready for my next book. Okay. Remember, it's not a um, it's it's not a Harry Potter book, right? That you you accelerate the reading so you can get to the second one. Personal development books, like between you and me, Sandy, you can read only one in your entire life. The important thing is that you apply a little bit of it. So, what I enjoy about the podcast, this is what we brought to the table. It's a personal need for me. Like it's very egotistical. Maria Mariano has been writing down on her 100 goals, read one book a month, okay? Which is honestly irrealistic when you're dealing with personal development books. That's, so that's one thing I realized, right, Dorothy, as the years went by. You can't, Maria, read one book a month. So solution, when you keep writing your goals down, what happens is all of a sudden the solution like seems to magically appear to you. And then you say, oh, it's an aha moment. In fact, it isn't an aha moment. By being very disciplined in the first week of every single year, by doing your 100 goals, doing your end in mind, writing your end in mind as if the year had already finished, and putting your objectives on a board. We call it a wish board. What happens is all of a sudden your brain, your subconscious part of your brain is working overtime for you. And Lord knows what it picked up along the way. And it does this aha moment. Let's do a podcast because there's accountability. Like how many mornings, Melanie Miller, I would not have read the book because I'm too tired. I'm too busy. Now, having put the podcast together, there's accountability. People show up on the podcast. People are listening. And it's been the most exciting Exciting since we began in French, over 300 hours in French alone that we've been doing this podcast. And if you ask me my personal growth and my business growth and my family growth, where it's coming from, 
from intentionality of taking a book. We're probably up to our fifth book right now. And after 300 hours, taking the book, reading the book, devouring the book, bringing examples. And the person at the end of the day who's better is always the, the individual delivering. So give a lot of yourself. And a lot of people say to me, well, it's, it, they're not paying me. It doesn't matter. It is a privilege to serve. It is a privilege to serve. And in serving without a paycheck, often the greatest lessons and the greatest personal development comes from there. So welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. We bring to you uh, an incredible wealth of knowledge going from Marie-Pierre Tetro, who's 30 years old, so we're not outdated. I don't want you young people saying, well, it's old ladies doing this podcast or old men. No, 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 no. We have a beautiful mixture, and we just added to the team my beautiful Melanie Miller, Dr. Melanie Miller. So everything that needs to be... Um, uh, uh, a wrap up, you know, synthesize. I don't know how to say it. You know, you, you, you have to condense everything and make it logical. I mean, who better to bring it to you than Melanie Miller? So I'm very, very excited for 2022. Talk about Melanie Miller having synergy. Huh? Isn't it incredible? How did it happen? Again, we're going to say coincidence, but for me, coincidence is the name God gives himself to keep himself anonymous. So keep writing things on your wish boards. They will happen. They will happen. You don't know when, you don't know how, and you don't even know how they will be dressed or disguised. Like my husband always said, I'm going to Canada to be a multimillionaire. Believe me, with his doctorate degree in civil engineering, he could never have imagined he would do it by selling Tupperware with a woman living in Montreal who wasn't Muslim and who was Italian. So when you send something out there in the universe, trust the universe to deliver in the way that is best for you. So every day when I do my conditioning, Marie-Pierre always write down, thank you, Lord, for giving me everything in 2022. Now I'm writing now. That is mine already. Amen. Amen. Today, it's the close of habit six from the book of Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. All nature is synergistic. All nature is synergistic. Marie-Pierre, I call her my astronaut. She's going to bring you uh, an, a, a way to apply it. So application, suggestion. I love Marie-Pierre that you're always so um so ABC, I call it, because it's wonderful what Stephen Covey says, but without the ABCs, I call it a process, a procedure. It's kind of impossible to take a theory and actually put it into place. Marie-Pierre will always bring us that aspect. Dr. Miller will do the entire recap of, of the entire chapter of the, the sixth habit, which is habit uh, of synergy. I'm just going to do an intro. B basically, ecology, uh, ecology, yeah, is a word that describes synergism, synergism in nature. We went to the Redwoods many years ago. We were on a trip, um, in, in, um, we, we were in a trip in California and we decided to take a road trip to go see the Redwoods. And uh, just raise your hands, those on Zoom that know the Redwoods, okay? They're magnificent trees. I don't know what, what they're actually called in itself. There's a name, but they grow over 300 feet, some of them in height. And, and the, the trunks are so wide, you can actually, uh, not actually, they have whole entire auto routes that cross through them. So instead of 
bringing down the tree. They did a tunnel in the tree. Like I'm telling you, you know, to see synergy go in nature itself, it's magnificent. Now, what the tour guide was telling us that these trees, the only way they hold up together, Melanie, is the fact that their roots intertwine. And if their roots didn't mix together, they would fall down. There is no way that such a tall tree would resist any normal storm as soon as the winds would hit or whatever. So I look at this and I say, this is how my life should be. And then we took a picture. The whole team that we had done the road trip on the side, it, we were 12 of us. We all held hands and we only did half the round of the tree. So remember, if you want to be successful in life, it's going to take more than 12 people because to do the turn of one tree, of one subject, of one thing you want to accomplish, it takes many, many, many people. It is in the relationships that we create that big powers, I call them our superhero powers, come across. That's the only way they can come across. So synergy is celebrating our differences. Synergy is about teamwork. Synergy is about open-mindedness. Synergy is always finding a new and better way, the third way. Monique, you see it one way. I see it another way. It's awesome. Let's see the third way together. Okay. Being intentional about this. Synergy is thinking outside the box, coloring outside the lines, okay? And synergy is brainstorming. There's two huge roadblocks in synergy. I'm going to have fun with you guys. What do you think the two huge roadblocks to synergy are? There's many, but the two major ones, if you can, if you can assure yourself not to be caught in the trap of these two roadblocks that stop you from having synergy, 2022 will be a spectacular year, okay? So the number one roadblock to synergy would be, Melanie Miller, what do you think? Unmute yourself. There you go. Marie-Pierre, number one or number two roadblock to synergy? Ego. Oh, yeah, it was amongst it was amongst the roadblocks. Okay, uh, we we have in the comments. I will read <laughs> uh, Claudette. She write yourself. Yourself, absolutely, Claudette. Okay, so are you ready? Are you leaning in, Monique? Are you leaning in? Wait until tonight. You're going to be doing a lot of leaning in tonight. Okay, clicks, clicks is the one of the number one roadblocks. What do you mean? Well, clicks is a problem when your group becomes so exclusive, you begin to reject everyone who isn't like you. Okay? And now that I said it, Melanie, think of your university years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, those on the, on the outside, outside of the click feel like second-class citizens, and those on the inside suffer from superiority complex. And, of course, ego and all of that comes into play. Now, Melanie, just in our multi-level marketing business that you and I are part of, think of the clicks. How some of them are not where they should be because they think they're better than everybody else. Okay? And they don't share. And they don't share. Okay? S excuse me for the dogs. I'm, I'm dog sitting. There's four dogs here. And if you need a dog sitter, might as well bring them over. Okay? There we go. Okay. Number two. What do you think number two is? Biggest roadblock. There's many, but number two biggest roadblock. 
Melanie, you're going to have to help me with the word. Word. Prejudice. Prejudgment. Prejudgment. They wrote it. They spelled it P-R-E-J-U-D-I. Prejudice. Prejudice. Pre Thank you. I couldn't figure out how to say Usually I can't figure out how to say it in French. And I couldn't figure out how to say it in English. Pre, pre? Prejudice. Prejudice. Stereotyping, labeling, prejudging someone because their skin color is the wrong color, because their sexual orientation, ah, uh, Melanie, from yesterday, isn't like yours, okay? She's too fat. He's too skinny. You know, fat people don't take care of, like, think about it. Think about it, okay? You're rich. You're poor. Yes, we are all created differently. And our capacity, our capacity to love each other for our differences is amazing. I remember Mohammed and I, it, you know, it was the first month we, 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 we met. And we went to uh, a brewery back then. What was it called? It was very popular in Montreal. And anyways, it's called. And there was, there was a big lady dancing. And, and I saw in Mohammed's face, he was laughing that the big lady was dancing these typical German... Um, uh, folkloric dance, and, and I got upset with him. I said, you know, it's not because she's big, she can't dance. Anyways, long story short, when he finally got introduced to my family, my mom is was 250 pounds, five feet two. Okay, Melanie, how tall are you? Okay, you're five five. So imagine my mom at five feet two, 250 pounds. So then he looks at me at dinner and he whispers in my ear. He says, now I know why you got upset when I laughed about the fat lady was, that was dancing the, the folkloric German, German songs. You understand? But it wasn't that. It's just already at that age, at age 22, because it had been already three years, four years, I was in multi-level marketing business. And already I was exposed to many different kinds of people from different you know, walks of life. As soon as, because him, he had one walk of life. He lived in Algeria. There was one walk of life. Everybody is Muslim. Okay. Everybody does things. So he had a lot of pre Judas, Ju uh, Melanie, help me with that word. He had a lot of that. And coming to Canada, he said, whoa, there's other types of people. See, don't live in a village. Don't live in a village. And that is the village today, I would say to you, it begins in your mind. Don't live in a village, okay? So no more said. Marie-Pierre, take it away, my love. Thank you, Maria. And just before I start with the application of the habit number six, I want to make sure that everyone share the podcast this morning. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. If you are on Podbean, make sure to share because it gives you heart. And at the end of the month, we do a draw for the conditioning program. And if you are on Facebook, when you share, please add a comment so people will know why they should listen to the podcast this morning. So let's go in the application of the habit number six, Synergy. So we have four applications this morning to cover. So you will maybe choose one of them to test it uh, um, this weekend. And after that, you can do the three other. So I will drop the document, of course, on the group, Les Millionaires des Diamants Inspirational Group. So you can look at it and choose what you want to uh, um, make an application now. So number one is think about a person who typically sees things differently than you do. So consider ways in which those differences might be used as stepping stone to the third alternative solution. So maybe you could seek out 
uh, his view on a current project or problem you have and valuing the different view you are likely to hear. So be sure to have people that doesn't see like you do so you can value their different point of view and uh, help you uh, find that third alternative. And I know, Maria, in the past, you had a moment that everyone was agreeing with you. So what did you do? <laughs> I, you know, I, I had this, this project in my head. And it was a point in my, my life before Melanie Miller, before even Annie Marchand was in my multi-level marketing business, I was attracting groupies. And it's dangerous. If you have people that spend their time telling you how good you are, how beautiful you are, you are, oh, you inspire me, Dorothy. Like they're full, of, which by the way, it's very nice for our ego. But the problem with having directors that are groupies, that means no matter what I say, they agree. And it's a problem. So I was so like frustrated because to grow, you need differences. That I called in one of my friends who no matter what you say, she'll find the holes in what you're saying. I called her in. I said, shoot down my idea. I need you to shoot down my idea so I can see where the holes are. And if I can't explain to you why this idea is still good after you shoot it down, it's because it wasn't a good idea. Do you have the capacity to be able to do that? Okay. Or do you stop talking to those people that don't think like you. Me, I'm on, I'm on the contrary. This is why me and Mel work. <laughs> me and Marie-Pierre, because we're so different. And we, we have to agree to disagree so we can advance a lot further. Remember, my way, your way, third way. Third way is always the best way. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So number two, it's in your life. Have you found that there are people who drive you nuts who ir or irritate you? I think everyone can say yes. <laughs> so who are they? Please don't write it in the comment. <laughs> What do they do to irritate you? That you can write it. So make a list of people who irritate you and look at each of those person you found irritating and write what kind of issue are they. So is it character issue? Is it because they have a lack of integrity in your eyes <laughs> or a lack of discipline? Or is it a com competence issue, unable to do their job? Or is it cultural issue, personality issue or personal pet peeves? So do they represent different views that, that could lead to synergy if you had greater interesting security and value the difference? So now determine where you have direct control and direct control or no control. So how can you affect the synergy for each of the situation? Because everything that irritates us about others can lead to an understanding of ourselves. So people who upset us uh, the most are often our best teachers. So when you understand and are comfortable comfortable with yourself, it becomes easier to open yourself to the idea of other. So always put yourself in the other person's shoes. Many of the truth you cling are to are simply a result of one point of view, yours. Number three, identify a situation in which you desire a greater teamwork and synergy. So what condition would need to exist to support synergy? 
Do you need trust, respect, communication, passion, or commitment? And what can you do to create those conditions? Maybe set clear objective, make sure there's ongoing training, there's team-based reward and evaluation, and an open culture that encourages communication and differing perspectives. So a good question to ask yourself is how you want your team to be reflected in the eyes of others. And number four is the next time you have a disagreement or a confrontation with someone, attempt to understand the concern underlying, under, uh, underlying that person's position. So address those concerns in a creative and mutually beneficial way. So be intentional to reach a win-win solution with synergy. So that's the four application with the added number six, synergy. And now we will go to Melanie Miller with a recap of the habit number six, because yes, next week we will cover habit number seven already. <laughs> wow, nearly getting to the end of the book. So, um, so this is what my uh, interpretation, because don't forget, everybody reads a book, everybody interprets a book in a slightly different way. Some things will appeal more to you or more to another person. So this is my interpretation of the summary of, the, of this chapter. So synergy is the manifestation of creativity, courage, and security. It is exciting. It can produce ideas never before imagined and can launch a family, a company, a project into areas they have never been before. Creative cooperation is an environment where everybody's opinion counts. There are no wrong opinions, only more ideas to add to the pile. The magic happens when a group of people or a few individuals feel secure and are working towards a common purpose, vision, and have like values. There is no place for personal insecurities, creating negative synergy. The desire to work together must be authentic and not clouded by an individual's need to be right. And <clears throat> I'm going to take this opportunity to talk to you about a family situation. So my daughter, Violet, at the age of 19, she was flunking school. She, she wasn't making any effort to do anything. She was unhappy. We were unhappy. She didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. We always had a philosophy that whatever you're in education, we'll pay for you. Once you stop doing your education, you've got to get out there and earn your living. So um, we, we love Violet. The, that was the style of the strongest thing that we love Violet and we wanted to come up with a solution that would move her forward a little but would not um, put undue pressure on her. Clearly at that time we didn't really know what was going on but clearly there were a lot of problems that she was dealing with that we were unable to help her with. And so she's brilliant and she could have applied herself to anything at all. 
But um, we and we couldn't believe it was just that she was lazy. People are not naturally lazy. And so we had to come up with a solution. So we talked around and around and around. And, you know, one of Violet's strengths is language. So I said to Violet, how would you feel about maybe English as a second language? And she looked at me and she said, mm hmm. Yeah, well, maybe, but, you know, I don't speak French well enough for here. So I said, well, you like traveling, don't you? And so she said, yes. And I realized that Violet needed to get away. She wasn't going to find herself by being with us in the home, constantly disappointed because she wasn't achieving her full uh, aim. Anyway, what we did was we looked online, we looked at ESL, and I said, how about China? And she looked at me, she said, but I don't speak Chinese. I said, yeah, but you love everything to do with manga and to do with the Chinese, you know, um, history and all that sort of thing. So what we did was we found an English for second language course that she could do in six weeks. Um, and she was able to apply herself to that. And at the end of that, we had to apply for jobs for her overseas and she got loads of job offers and off she went my 20 year old into the unknown to China for a year. Now that was not a solution we would ever have come up with if we hadn't been open to what is best for her. What is, what does she want? What do we want? For us, that was a third alternative. That was uh, not get out of the house and earn your own living or knuckle down and do your studies or else. This was maybe I can travel, use my intelligence, try something different and perhaps find myself in the process because I'm not with my parents. So for me, that was a, a great third alternative. And the thing about third alternatives is they are a synergistic answer. Instead of one plus one equals one and a half where everyone feels like they're compromising, you have a one plus one equals 20. So um, there will be solutions that come out better than individual ideas. You need to listen and appreciate the differences that people bring to a situation to allow creativity to flow. Differences must be valued, treasured and understood. Synergy works when people have a win-win attitude and are willing seek to, to seek first to understand and then be understood. All personalities are needed. It will not work when everybody's a boss. Um, you can't have everybody who just agrees with the boss. Thinking of personalities that we are familiar with, can you imagine a room full of lions? It would end up in a big fight and people would walk out and be upset. A room full of owls would mean that it would get so bogged down in detail, nothing would ever get done. And those monkeys, they would just not knuckle down and get work done anyway. And as for the dolphins, they would just keep agreeing with each other. And so you'd just go round and round in circles. So you need different personalities, you need to have a mix, and you need to um, end up with different approaches and relationships. And 
just because the, I see the time. So I'm going to finish by saying this. When synergy starts to happen, you overcome any restraints that people have, any um, prejudices that people have, and you use the driving forces to propel you forward. And the energy that is produced will pr take you to places that you have never seen before. That is why I love Synergy. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Okay. It, it's just what I call a drop the mic. Melanie, I would really appreciate it if you can put it in a Word document and we can put it on the group, Inspirational, the Millionaire of the Diamonds. I'm the first one. I want to have it printed, Marie-Pierre. The resume, the, the, your, your wrap-up of this chapter is utterly amazing. Like, honestly... It, you simplified it to a level that you and I and everybody on this podcast can right now say, I am intentional about having a synergistic year. Thank you, Melanie. Oh, God, I love you. Ah, Marie-Pierre, isn't it amazing? Thank you, guys. And remember, teamwork will always make the dream work. Teamwork will always make the dream work. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And have an amazing, amazing weekend. And see you tomorrow, my directors, or on Monday. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you.